Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back, everybody. It is 133 in Bob Stoffer, Camoon, Brendan Escott with you. Guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite teppanyaki steak restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca as we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. And welcome back to the show for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. We welcome back to the show, John Shannon. Hello, John. How are you doing? Hello, boys. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. Interesting times. We just had Dr. Randy Gregg on the show, John. Uh, we'll get to yeah, sort of the moves right. and the winners. I mean, you obviously saw Randy uh, during the halcyon days of the Oilers uh, lore of the 1980s. Pretty unique guy, eh? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, at a time when there was a stereotypical way a hockey player got to the National Hockey League uh, and, and Doc did, did it a different way. And, and give... Uh, you know, give Glenn and Barry Fraser and a few of those guys in the organization credit for identifying somebody who could play a role on a, on a really good team and, and, and be a solid contributor. Not, And that's what they needed with all the other prolific defensemen they had. That's what they needed. They needed Rockwood and Steady, and that's what Randy Gregg delivered every night. Such a good interview, too. He just like that was an amazing segment. I'm thinking back in the day, John, did you guys have him on uh, Hockey Night in Canada a few times? Well, he, at a certain point, Cam, in the 70s, it was Kenny Dryden. In the 70s, it was Kenny Dryden. In the 80s, it became Randy Gray. And it was a Cape hockey played for the national team. Thing for Ken Dryden. And so Randy became that go-to guy. Now, at a the Oilers, Slaps insisted that he interviewed at least twice. But Randy was always an easy go-to guy if you were having a bad night or needed a scenario of making it. John, we're just going to get Brendan to recalibrate your phone line on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. We're having a little bit of an issue here with it. Yeah, it is interesting, right? I mean, Slats wanted to diversify. Part of, you know, um, we we spent a lot of time with Jamie Cartmel and Sean May during the course of the season, and we were stoked to see uh, them win the Dick Tillman Award for the Western Conference for being the top PR team in in the West this year. And they got Connor McDavid and, and, and Leon Dreisaitl, and what used to happen is, rightfully or wrongfully, people would have this expectation. I need to be able to talk to... I'm important. I need to be able to talk to Connor McDavid every single day. Don't you know who I am? Like, we, a bit of that kind of goes on once in a while. And they've done a really good job of sort of easing the workload and backing that off a little bit. And, I, I you know, I, and there's different... Like, Derek Ryan is a very thoughtful interview. And I think, guys, there's enough guys around that can... You know this from exactly. your days 
Red Deer of sort of splitting the workload a little bit. And there's some great stories to be told outside of you know Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl, who are incredible players and and they're good, very good interviews and there's good stories but there's other ones too and you're right you want to spread that around all right let's uh, bring john shannon back in for legacy heating and cooling all right john we're going to try this again so you're saying slats tried to diversify a little bit even though randy greg was often a go-to guy yeah, he was one of those go-to guys, Bob. And and really what, what Glenn was trying to do was take a ton of pressure off of Wayne and a ton of pressure off of Mark. Because when you went on the road, you know, every team wanted to talk to 99 or 11. And uh, so that meant that a lot of the owners came on the local broadcast to say, okay, if, you know, yeah, okay, if Wayne gets five, we're gonna, you're going to be able to interview Wayne. But on a night where Wayne gets a goal, but somebody else does something well as well don't just do the go-to guy and so it, it was a really good my relationship with glenn was up and down like a roller coaster in those early years but by the end it was it was a solid enough relationship that he would he would say here's what i'd like you to do would you consider doing it and, and because it was we expected a lot out of our relationship with the oilers it made a ton of sense to do it that way so we made sure with i think we did 39 games uh, one year, we made sure that every player got in- interviewed twice, and that was really important at that time of year. Hmm. We do something similar on this yes. show, by the way. Which, by the way, I don't know if you saw, John, but th- we are going to be making some changes in the fall, uh, and there's going to be lots of changes in the media. Uh, look, ESPN went through some massive cuts over the past week. Uh, this show, Oilers Now, is going to go to 5-7. to seven. Contrary to what's being reported by some out there, it is not serving as a de facto pregame show on order game nights, we still have our face-off show from. Uh, so, and Brennan's going to jump in here as well. Go for it, Brennan. for sure. I mean, it, it, I think there's a sentiment out there that people are losing sports coverage with this decision. That's not the case. The same sports coverage is moving to a different part of the day. So when you tune in to Oilers now at five o'clock, you can buckle up and have sports until ten o'clock at night now on Oilers game nights, for example. Or if the game starts a little earlier. You get 90 minutes of Oilers now. Then you get a 90-minute face-off show in addition to that. Every game during the week, you get a three-hour pregame show, if you want to look at it that way, between Oilers now and then the face-off show, of course. So uh, it'll take some adjusting. Yes, and then on non-Oiler game nights, Oilers now goes into the afternoon drive from 5 to 7. Reed Wilkins will have inside sports from 7 to 8 because there seems to be a little bit of confusion. And, of course, changes, John, as you know, changes always going to be met with a degree of apprehension, which I, I, I kind of understand that. I mean, we've had the longest serving show on this station for the last 12 years, uh, noon to two with orders now. So I'm not, that, kind of, that kind of comes with the territory. You've made some of these decisions. I, I don't know if you made this one, but I know you've made some of these decisions along the way over the years, John, haven't you? Yeah, and what you have to put in perspective is a size of audience. And let's face it, when you're 5 to 7 on the radio, you're going to have a larger audience than you are noon to 2. That's just a fact. Uh, but you also want to respect consistency. And, and that's what, you know, people love the consistency of what Oilers now has been from noon to 2 for all these years. So right. from that perspective, that it, it, I completely understand it. Uh, and, you know, there'll be, more, there'll be more ears on the show in the afternoon drive than there would be at noon. And that's just a reality, and that's a good business decision. 
All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's switch focus. The Edmonton Oilers signed Connor Brown. Why did it make sense? Well, I think it made sense because they're, uh, you know, what, what the team is trying to do is uh, what t- the team is trying to do quite quickly is, you know, improve depth and to do much more things. Connor Brown is one of the most versatile players I've seen play in the last year. And it makes sense for him. He's one of those guys. Been... All right, we're going to have to bolt from this. And, uh, uh, and... Oh, got him, got him back. Keep going, John. Did we lose John? We had him. We lost him. Do we have him again, John? Here. All oh, right, there let's, he try, is. let's try it again. Go for it. You were talking. You were yeah, talking. No, about I just think I just think Connor Connor Brown's versatility, Connor Brown's uh, uh, professionalism, Connor Brown's competitive edge. You know, he he's comparable to what Zach Hyman does, and and so from that perspective, it uh, it. I, I think, and I, I'm I'm a broken record on this. I was a broken record of my friends inside the organization. I've been I've been pushing Connor Brown to be an Edmonton Oiler for four or five years. Yeah. I, I just I just think he's a he's a really good, solid, two-way hockey player that every team can benefit from. And and you know I I I think the people in Toronto regret that he left. I think people in Ottawa regret he left. I think it's such a really good situation for the Oilers to get Connor Brown to can do so many different things. All right, uh, quick thought. What do you think is going to happen with Bouchard and McLeod? They're both uh, restricted free agents. Uh, Ryan McLeod has filed for arbitration. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it's so, you know, I, I, I assume that they'll continue to work on a bridge deal of some sort, but uh, Ryan McLeod will be at Edmonton Oiler next year for at least one more year for sure, so... That's uh, that's what's going to happen there, and you know the the Bouchard situation is an interesting one. Um, it's a story that's all over the league. It's not necessarily what's happening this year, but what's happening in the the year when the cap goes up four and a half, and where does that fit in? Um, what it does do, I think, is that they're going to eventually get him done, probably on that bridge. And then it will probably dictate that the Oilers can't make another move on another veteran defenseman until the trade deadline. And that's that's probably what the reality is setting in with the guys in the office. Okay, John, we're gonna we're gonna, thanks a lot for joining us here, and we'll talk uh, early next week. Okay. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. One forty-six in Edmonton. This text comes in going. I hope you're getting a raise. 
along with the scheduling change, I start laughing. A what? <laughs> I don't know what that, that is. I'm, I'm telling you, that dude is a nice person, whoever that is. Uh, yeah. 146 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Cam Moon, Brendan Escott. Cam and Brent, are you guys working tomorrow on the show? Is that right? What's going on yeah. tomorrow? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I guess we're hosting, hey? Yeah, That's you guys right. are. I'm, I'm going to Irma. I have not Ooh. been to Irma since uh, March of 1978. When Whoa. Carson Suse's dad was well, stoning you or yeah, what? No, I, he might have stoned <laughs> me, but I got him in overtime. So. Okay. I went to the pub there in 2019. You went to the Irma pub? I did. What's yeah. the name of the Irma pub? I, that might be it. Okay, the Irma pub. <laughs> well, but I've been there. We are, we are looking forward to... Uh, uh, I, I, I'm Not only am I golfing at the tournament and doing a little... Uh, we're doing like a little... What do I call those things? Hot stoves yeah. or whatever. It's Daryl Sutter. Yeah. Jerry Johansson. Yes. And myself. Well, it's so, going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be a great. wonderful town. You're going to have a great time. Well, Daryl is, I mean, how far is it from Viking? Not very. No? No, like very, very close. Yeah. I don't know, like 15 minutes maybe? How I long, you, you know how I drive. How long do you think I could get there if I left Edmonton at 7 in the morning tomorrow? From your... Uh, well, I'm picking, the, I'm picking up somebody in... From your compound in... in uh, Central West downtown. Oh, you got to pick somebody up too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll you'll make up some time. Let me just say that. You'll, you'll be fine, I'm sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we're, we're going to be digging for stories on uh, Daryl. Oh, yeah, that's great. I, yeah. I, we, should, we should explain to the listeners. Like, Daryl's, I don't know what it is. I think, Cam, it's because of you. You worked for the Sutters for all those years. But he was incredibly gracious with his time, and it was awesome to like, us. He'd come over like we we'd be in Calgary or we'd be in Penticton at the rookie tournament, and we'd just be st- sitting there. He'd mosey on over and, "Hey guys, what's going on? What do you think?" Well, and I remember last was it last year in the preseason game was over, and we see him downstairs, and we had a great talk with him before they were heading back to Calgary. Yeah, like, like, he had nothing but time like, for us. I was at one point. I was like, Daryl, I'm sure I've taken enough of your time. Right? Yeah. No, I no. got lots of no. I got lots of time. I go buses for another 15 minutes. It was just, <laughs> it was just the guy did win two Stanley Cups. So um, interesting. All right, let's go to Listy and Oilers history for New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com, and uh, we are going to mention to you. The first New West Travel Oilers Now trip is in Nashville. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) Holy cow. Uh, I can't read that on the air, Jack, but thank you very much. That's uh, very funny. (laughs) You'd be right up there with Jason from Sangudo. On this date, yes. uh, So the Oilers are in Nashville in October. And Oilers now, roadie number one, will be in that. Do you recall what happened the last time we went to Nashville with the uh, Oilers now road trip? The details are a little hazy, uh, but I can tell you this. That's not happening this time. <laughs> not on the next one. They're not doing that again. <laughs> Nashville can get you. And at that point, it was Nashville one, us nothing. So that's, What are you talking about? We still, we were alive the next day. <sighs> Barely. We're not doing that again. Yes. No. Do you know the most disturbing thing that occurred actually did not happen the night. It happened the next day as we were walking to the arena. Well, it's, uh, yeah, there's, there's, you run into some very interesting and... Uh, it's a warm weather climate. Yeah, so different that's, people. That's all we'd have to say. And 
sometimes exposure gets the best of people. Let's just put it that way. You're like, wow, I didn't think we'd see that today. All right, we're going to go to Listy and Oilers history again for New West Travel. Visit newwesttravel.com if you want to be a part of the Oilers now, roadie to Nashville. It is a special place. Yes. By the way, it is a direct flight. I can tell you that as well. Which should, uh, again, uh, Dennis and Jason at New West. And we wish uh, Jason the best of luck in his recovery. He got in a little bit of a... Uh, an accident uh, on the weekend. Going back in this date in 2015, coming off his second full season with the Oilers in the NHL, Edmonton signed goaltender Devin Dubnik to a two-year contract extension worth $7 million. He would post a 921 SVP, but then was traded in January of 2015 to uh, Nashville for Matt Henricks. So was it on this date in 2014 then? Because if, if he was traded in January 2015... That trade would have occurred before the state in 2015. So it must have been 2014. On the state, I'm, I must have misread that. 2014. What I remember about that is I had an interview with uh, Craig McTavish uh, that we pre-taped for the show in Dallas, and I was asking him about Devin Dubnik. And uh, did he give you a look? And we were the interview. No, the okay. interview was done at about three o'clock. It was actually done after Oilers. So we were in Dallas. Oilers now in Dallas time would be 1 to 3 at that time, noon to 2, which yep. is where it was for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right? So we were going to run the interview the next day. We played Dallas that night, flew to Nashville, and the morning of the next day traded uh, Devin Dimnick to the... Uh, went to Minnesota and traded Dimnick to the National Predators in a deal for Matt Hendricks. So we had to uh, edit that yeah. part where Craig McTavish was talking about Devin Dubnik. That part comes out. That part comes <laughs> out. That's, hey, uh, I think Brennan Ulrich actually was responsible for doing that because at that time he was producing the show. He took care of the audio shenanigans? Yeah. Yes. Reed Wilkins, fortuitously for himself, was out of, was on to bigger and better things like hosting inside sports. So he didn't have to take care of any of those technical nuances that, as you know, are not oh. exactly my personal strength. I'd, I'd love to watch you do I it, can, though. I, I can help you sell. I can tell you yeah, that. No, I mean, for sure you can. You know what? If, if you got a good idea, I think we can help you sell. <laughs> oh, uh, tomorrow's show, we can confirm for you the final appearance of the year for Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at Abe's Door Service, who I will testify they do a great job. They're quick and they're efficient. Brendan Escott has countdown to kickoff. Now, uh, people are confused about times today, so let's help them out. <laughs> yeah, countdown to kickoff show, 5.30, so a little bit of Chelsea on Chad here this afternoon, and then I'll take over the airwaves, get you all set, and then Mosaic Stadium plays host tonight, the rematch from week one, Elks and Rough Riders. Dave and Morley have the call at 7. Uh, Cam and uh, Brendan again will be in tomorrow. One of their guests will be Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Uh, up next, the global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. Special thanks to our guest today. They included Colin Chalk, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Dr. Randy Gregg, John Shannon, and of course, Cam Moon. Nicely done, Cam. Hey, All right, special thanks. thanks to uh, Aiden Ganim for helping out on the production side. Uh, and, of course, Brendan S. Scott. Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy up next, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then Chelsea on Chad from 3 to 6. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now.